Welcome back to another episode of Bombshell 1111 Girl Talk Series Podcast. Bombshell 1111 is a platform created to teach ways to nourish the mind, body, and soul. This platform allows this podcast to create weekly content on podcasts with special guests each week that will stimulate your spiritual, mental, and physical growth. The podcasts are played on social media platforms such as Spotify, YouTube, Anchor Radio Station, Apple Podcasts, and more. This station has been created to allow us to interact with each other to share knowledge, wisdom, understanding, and light. So without Without further ado, please help me welcome your host and founder of Bombshell 1111 Girl Talk Series, Kia. Back everybody to another episode of Bombshell 1111 Podcast, Therapy for Women of Color. My name is Kia and I'm your host. So now you guys, we have a very special guest by the name of Patma. Padma uses a combination of neuropsychology and ancient healing practices to create long-lasting transformation in her clients in a short amount of time. She has 20 years of experience as a psychotherapist, and this has added to her advantage with her work. So without further ado, you guys, let's welcome her to the show. Welcome, Padma. How are you? Thank you so much, Kia, for having me here. So happy to be here. (laughs) I'm excited for you to come on. I had to practice saying your name like a thousand times. I think I got it now. <laughs> I love that. Yes, it's a unique name. <laughs> yeah, it's a very pretty name as well. But I, I, I got it now. Patma. I have it. <laughs> Down pat. So I, I did a little bio um, to let the audience and listeners know a little bit about your background and who you were. But I always like to let the guests come on and do their own intro. So can you just give us a little intro about who you are, what you do and where you're from? Oh, thank you. Yes, I absolutely can. I basically help, you know, as you may have already seen around us, there's so much, there's so much stress and people are overworked. And a lot of times, this overwork or like this this desire to it comes from a desire to create a life that of impact and that's what that's why you're doing this podcast Kea and that's why I know I, I I have my podcast like we do things because we want to create impact as human beings but what happens is that there's so much conditioning from the time we're born about what is success and what what you're supposed to do versus what you're here to do and what I help my clients do is really unpackage that and let them shed those layers that no longer work for them and find their true essence so they can shine based on their own unique skills and, and talents. And to do that, I basically use neuropsychology and I use ancient healing practices like meditation and energy healing and so that they can tap into, your own, into their own wisdom to create the change. And, and Padma, what types of patients do you generally work with? So the, the clients I work with generally tend to be overachievers. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they're driven. They want to do so much more in the world. And they tend to be stressed out because they, there's a drive to do this, but it doesn't necessarily come with a balance. Mm-hmm. Right? Their families are suffering or their relationships are suffering or their health is suffering like something feels not in balance okay okay so tonight i i have two topics that i kind of wanted to um 
talk and discuss um, mm-hmm. overthinking and meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted to kind of allow you time to educate us on, on both of these topics. Can you define um, for the listeners and audience exactly what is overthinking? So that's a, such a great question. And again, like, you know, as a society, what we're often trained to do is, is think and, and analyze. Yes, we need our analytical mind. We need a very logical brain to function, right? Every day in the morning, if you get up and you're like, I don't know how to brush my teeth. <laughs> There's a function for thinking. Like we need to know that so that it, it, it's efficiency, it creates efficiency in your life. But what often happens as we get older and you may, your listeners, you know, you may already see this in your own life. We get into overthinking something. Say, for example, like, um, you know, I see this often with my clients, they have to make a decision and they know in their gut feeling what the what the decision needs to be. But all the logical brain will come into place and say, nope, this is not the right decision. What if this happens? The fear kicks in. And that's when you know you're in overthinking mode. When it's when it when it feels when there's tension in the body, when there's stress, you know you're in overthinking. Mm. Mm. What 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 does psychology say about overthinking? So, again, like you know, if you think about um, if you think about society as a whole, we value logical brain too much <laughs> it's, it's very important don't get me wrong like this is the, the logical brain is how I'm able to log into this computer and like talk to you or and and have I know everybody can listen to this podcast right the logical brain is needed but what happens is that when we focus too much on the thinking rather than feeling into what something feels good or not we lose the capacity to to, to be intuitive or to trust our gut feeling you know, Einstein has this beautiful quote which says um, that the, the thinking brain, I'm going to butcher it, but the, the paraphrasing it, he said the thinking brain that caused the problem in the first place cannot be the one to solve the problem. Mm. So whatever your thoughts are that created the problem in the first place cannot be the same thoughts that will help you get out of the problem. Right. So in order to find a solution, we have to almost step outside and like take a deep breath and say, okay, what is it that I want right now? Can I take a break from this problem, come back to it another time? So I really have some intuitive feeling about it. And most often, Kia, like you may also see this with your own work that you do, people already know the answers. The answers came in immediately the first time they knew what the problem was, but they don't trust that answer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they, they tend to be like, oh, is this, you know, they make pros and cons lists and like get into this. Oh, this is where the overthinking kicks in. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I even do that myself sometimes. So, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Um, well, not just you, Kia. I do it, too. Like, even though I teach this stuff, it is a daily practice of saying, oh, there you go. And, and for me, like, this is such a good question you're bringing up, too. The way to know if you're overthinking is when you feel if you feel tension. If you feel stressed, if you feel like, I, I, you know, like the doubt kicks in or if you're overwhelmed, like those are anxiety. Like those are the times when you know you're totally in overthinking mode. So, Pamela, what are some techniques that you would suggest to cope with overthinking? The first step, Kia, is to slow down. To slow down. <laughs> you know, how often do we all permit ourselves to take a bath? right? Like just to soak in the tub, 
for 10 minutes, 20 minutes. We don't do that. How often do we just sit without scrolling on the, the, the phone? How often do we just sit and don't do anything? So mm-hmm. when we slow down, like really slowing down and like just saying, okay, I'm feeling this tension right now. I'm feeling stress right now. I'm just going to take a deep breath in and slowing that down. It allows you access to your own inner wisdom, which has all the answers. And that's the first step, you know, like it's such a simple practice when you can just follow your breath. It's hard to do if you're not, if you're not used to it, you have to train your brain to say, it's okay. I'm just going to sit for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've started making it a practice within myself too, as well as, as at a certain time, I turn my phone on, do not disturb, turn my ringer off. Yes. For my time, for my mental time, like, yeah, I've, I've become to start doing that as a habit. So I, I definitely agree. Yes. Yes. And, you know, if you can think back in your own life, Kia, like, you know, the, what prompted you to start this podcast? It didn't come from overthinking. It's You had an intuitive hit, right? Like said, no, nope, I need to do this. This is how I'm going to serve people. And that's what made you probably do it. I'm taking a guess here. And yeah. So, right. And so that is what I'm talking about. If you overthought it, if you're like, how am I going to record this? How am I going to find the next? Wait, what would happen? <laughs> I would have never gotten started. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. You nailed it. You nailed mm-hmm. it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Oh, wow. This is just like coming into like, I don't know, it's deja vu because I, I see everything you're saying in just my day-to-day life. Um because I experienced those same, those same types of emotions that you're speaking of. So I see exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. No, that was it. it that, that, that's it. And another tool that I often recommend is, is uh, moving your attention away from that problem. Because whatever you're thinking, overthinking about, if you just move your attention, maybe go for a walk, maybe do some exercise, maybe go cook, or maybe go just drink a glass of water. You're bringing your attention away from that problem cycle. Oh, I'm stressed. I have this thought. I'm stressed. I'm, oh, my, I can't find the answer. Uh, I'm stuck. Right? This is what our brain constantly tells. This is the internal dialogue. And that internal dialogue will keep you more and more stuck. But instead, if you can shift your attention, go do something else, and then come back to this, there will be a lot more calmness to the, to the way you're addressing the problem. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I totally agree. And speaking of calmness, that goes right into our next segment, our next topic, meditation. Yes. You know, you know, you read a lot about it and you especially now it's a trend. People are talking about meditating and the importance of meditation. But coming from you and your knowledge, can you give us the definition and the most common form of meditation? Sure. So meditation, see, meditation can be a practice. That, that's how most people start. It can be like 10 minutes. And there's so many tools available these days. There's like the guided apps that you can download where you can do some guided meditation. You can just follow your breath. There are many different classes people offer about meditation. The place I'm referring to is a meditative state, is a state of being calm at all times is is recognizing that no matter what you're facing right now the it will all it'll pass 
I think, you know, and I'm going to invite your listeners to do this too. Like when you think back on something that you really had a hard time with in your past, did it not work out? Right? It always works out. The answers will come and the solutions come. Even if you've gone through a really difficult time in your life, that thing passes. So this is an invitation to, to allow versus forcing. So a meditative state is a mind of allowing versus forcing. And does that make sense? Yes, yes, that that makes sense. And it's exactly what you said. You you worry and you think about it and then it all works out. Yes. Right. <laughs> so what if you came to that not only you like what if we all addressed it from a place of being calm and saying, "Okay, you know, I'm just going to take a deep breath. I know this feels overwhelming right now, but can I just take a deep breath? Can I just be?" and trust that the answers will come i'll know exactly what to do next and when that place of that that is a meditative state and you may have already seen this in your own life where where when we address a, an issue or a problem from a place of feeling calm the it's much more easier to deal with it than in a state of panic correct yeah you're able to think more you're able to come up with more solutions so yeah yes. i agree yes yeah I agree. Now, there's a difference between meditation, relaxing, thinking, and all these different terms and self-hypnosis. Can you kind of differentiate those for us, the difference between relaxing, thinking, concentration, and self-hypnosis for those who kind of don't understand what the difference is between those terms and meditation? Yes. So a meditation is more... You know, it's a practice of relaxing or calming the brain. The brain is where all the thinking happens, right? And that's that's um, that's where you know it's like um, the best way to describe this is someone rings a doorbell, right? And then in your house, your first instinct is to go and open the door, and that is the brain level. And when you can meditate every single day as a practice, just starting with that it allows you to calm that brain cells down. So when you calm the brain cells down, it allows you access to more of the intuitive mind, which is where a lot of the answers lie. Like that example, like I said about you starting the podcast, it was an intuitive feeling you had and you followed that intuition to creating this podcast. And we all have examples of that in our life, right? Sometimes it may make no logical sense, but you'd be like, I have to do this. You might be like, I have no idea why, but I have to do this. And that's an intuitive feeling. That intuitive feeling you have access to when the brain is calm. Now, what hypnosis, I'm so glad you brought that up because self-hypnosis, every hypnosis that you do is self-hypnosis, by the way. So self-hypnosis is another tool to access the subconscious mind. What the subconscious mind's job is to remind you, like it's that, it's that, um, it's what allows our body to function the way it does. But the subconscious mind also is a storehouse of every single emotion, event that you've had, experiences you've had. You know that movie, the Disney movie Inside Out? Yeah, yeah. That's a great (laughs) example of how the conscious mind and the subconscious mind works. Now, what hypnosis does is it allows you to access the subconscious mind and to reprogram it. So... 
it, you know, taking that movie, I'm sure everybody has watched it. And if you haven't, it's a great movie to watch when certain incidents happen in our life, right? It leaves an, an uh, especially a traumatic incident, whatever is traumatic for you. It could have been like, you know, I, had, I worked with a client um, when she was, I think, in preschool, her mom picked her up 10 minutes late. But for some reason, it was a very traumatic incident for her, for whatever reason, right? We can't judge why something is traumatic for one person or another. So that imprint left, left, it left, um, it, it left a mark on her subconscious mind. With self-hypnosis, you can go in and literally clear that, that, that memory or that, and make it, you, you can understand that memory from a different place. Right, inside out is a great example. Like it shows you how <clears throat> something difficult might have, might make you make a different choice or a different decision. And this goes in and helps you clean that out, and also create a different, different um, outlook for that. And what, what, and what are the benefits <laughs> of meditation, Padama? Mm, the benefits. Oh, the benefits are so much. You can even just Google effects of meditation and you'll find tons of paper, like tons of research on this. Meditation, again, is such a calming, it, it allows you to calm the nervous system. So, you know, we all understand, like when you're stressed, let me ask you, right, Kaya, like when you're feeling stressed out, when you're feeling overwhelmed, how does it feel in your body? Like chaotic, crazy, anxious. Right. Um, sometimes I may get fatigued along with that. So right. a mixture of both. Right. So many, like it, it puts your nervous system in a state of over-functioning, right? Right. Okay. And when you meditate on a regular basis, which is just basically slowing down your breath and, and allowing the body to relax, it calms down the, the nervous system. And when our and maybe you can even answer this, Kia. Like when you when you've been in a calm state of mind, maybe you watched the sunset, right? Or you just went for a walk with your girls. How was that feeling for you? Peaceful, relaxing. I was able to like think and like gather my thoughts and even pre-plan about future things. So yeah, that's the state that you get during meditation. And that's the benefit of it, because when you can do that as a regular base, on a regular basis, even the things that feel stressful, right, you can come out of it much faster. I agree. So, Padma, is there a correct way or is there a, a wrong way to meditate? There is no right or wrong way to meditate. Meditation, you know, the easiest place I ask people to start with is just breathing, like focusing on your breath, like taking a deep breath in, like you can do this with me. You can just take a deep breath in, hold your breath and let it go. Do it one more time. Take a deep breath, hold and let it go. See, even just doing it twice, do you see like how it already brought in a level of relaxation? Mm-hmm. And that's what happens. And that's an easy place to start. And another way to also get into that state of meditation, you can do this right now. You know, just take a deep breath and just allow your eyes to close. 
and now you can open it again. See, when we close our eyes, right, like we're not taking in all the stimulus from our environment. We're not bombarded with information after information after information. We can just go inwards. And that is putting you in a meditation, in a meditative state. Yeah. These are simple things. And if you can do this throughout your day, not just wait for like a 10 minute practice in the morning or an evening, it just brings a level of calmness no matter what you're facing. Because we all know this, Kia, right now, like there's so much uncertainty in the world and there's so much stress, so much stress, right? And this is a great way to just say, you know what? I'm just, I'm okay. Everything is okay. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I found myself throughout the day taking the deep breaths just to say, Whew. yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> right. To gather my thoughts and then I think once I get that especially when I'm having a stressful day at work and then I can kind of get myself regrouping and get back to it yes, so, yes. Mm-hmm. and also another you know like just talking about meditation see for some people it might be hard to sit down and do this but for some people they love going out in nature and walking for my husband you know like the meditation meditative state is to run like he loves running in spite of you know I'm, I'm in Boston it's like completely snowed out and he still goes for a run. That's his way of calming his brain down. So you have to find a mechanism that works for you, which is why I was saying like, there's no right or wrong way. Right. Because I mean, you can use music as a tool, right? Yes. Music is an amazing tool. Yes. Okay. And and just before we um, end the podcast, what are some other tools that um, the listeners that are listening that could possibly use other than, like you say, your husband does mute, um, does running and then music what are some other tools that you would suggest there's an app called calm i think it's an it's a meditation app you can just download that um there's a site i think it's called selfhypnosisdownloads.com it's like guided hypnosis audios that people can just download it's like it's not it's not it's very cheap it's like i think 10 12 dollars or something like that if i'm not mistaken self-hypnosis downloads and I can send you that information so you can put in the show notes um thank you yeah and dancing dancing is a great way to relax mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I haven't did that in so long I don't even know if I still know how <laughs> <laughs> but I used to and you know it's so true because in my younger years when I used to do that so often I used to just always have so much energy be so full of life and just happy all the time so yeah I I agree yeah and you can bring that back you know dancing is just movement like allowing your body because to move and we move it brings us in the present moment Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh well thank you so much for that and thank you so much for coming on and being a part of the podcast and sharing your knowledge and your tools. And you guys, I will also leave that um, those resources for you um, with the different tools that you will be able to use for meditation in the show notes, like she stated. But before we end the podcast, Padma, I wanted to allow some time for you to be able to let the listeners know your social media platforms and also where to check you out because you also have a podcast where you talk about these topics in addition to other things as well. So can you provide that information for us? Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Kia. I have a podcast called Create Your Vibrant Life. 
And you'll be, be, it's so funny because that I did an episode on overthinking and that is the most downloaded episode. <laughs> yeah, and that's the one that I listened to. <laughs> right, it's the most downloaded yeah. because I think people recognize that overthinking is, is not serving them anymore, right? And so, yeah, yeah so that's a, that's a good one to start with. Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. And I'm usually hanging out on LinkedIn or on Instagram. So on Instagram, it's at Padma Ali and LinkedIn too. the same thing. You can just find me Padma Ali on LinkedIn. And I have a website too. If you want to go in there, I have a quiz about are you tapped into your highest potential? It's a really fun quiz to take to see like, are you living from your highest potential as well on my website? Well, thank you again so much for that. And I hope you come back on the show for another episode. Padma. Thank you so much, Kaya. You're more than welcome. And so you guys, with that being said, always remember you are a bomb within your own shell. Peace, love, and light, you guys. Until next time, good night. If you enjoyed this podcast, please make sure you subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. Rate, review, and share this podcast with your family and friends. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you're leaving with some valuable information that can help you on your personal journey. Also, check us out on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Bombshell1111 or at Bombshell1111 TV. You can also check out our mental health page, Your Health is Your Wealth, on Facebook, which is a page created to inform and support individuals with mental health and other health conditions. And with that being said, always remember, you guys, you are a bomb within your own shell. Until next time, peace, love, and light.